0: Live from Ron's Pizza on South Main Bell Fountain, welcome to Peak of Ohio Chalk, Chalk Talk. Talk. Interviews with athletes and coaches from the CBC, OHC, NWCC, and more divisions and sports groups. Streaming live on PeakofOhio.com, this is
1: Chalk Talk. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this episode of Chalk Talk, live here at PeakofOhio.com and at our host site, Ron's Pizza, here in Bell Fountain. You can Come in for dining, or you can call 292 for pickup or delivery. We have a packed show and uh, some of the topics that I wanted to talk about tonight may have changed from earlier this week with the decision from Governor DeWine and the Ohio High School Athletic Association regarding the coronavirus, but we'll stay on topic. I promise you that. Uh, we'll kick off tonight talking Bell Fountain Wrestling with their head coach, Brady Hyatt. Coach, thanks for coming out tonight. Greatly appreciate you uh, joining
0: me. Hey, thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure to come in and talk with uh, you.
1: Hey, no problem. So let's talk wrestling before we talk the coronavirus, all right? Good. Okay. So I know we had you on a couple of weeks ago with Garrett Gross and uh, some of the female wrestlers who did well in their uh, the women's first state uh, tournament with Bill. Um, but after all that success with Garrett winning the CBC and then uh, – chelsea horsley placing first in her uh, state championship and michaela young placing pretty well as well how did you build off of that uh heading into more of the postseason wrestling
0: you know a lot of it is just is just telling the guys that you know look what what we're doing is paying off for the for the people who have put in you know that type of work so um you know, it's, it's, it's showing that, the, you know, the kids who are putting in max effort and max mm-hmm. attitude are the ones who are succeeding. So um, if you do what we're telling you to do, you can reach a level of success. And if you're not, you're not going to reach that same level of success. So... You know, it's just, it's just taking what's good happening in the program and just, uh, you know, just feeding off that and talking about that and building upon that.
1: Now, I know talking with you throughout the, the season here on Shock Talk, y- you want the kids to focus on just what they can achieve yep. at that moment. And they've been achieving a lot. Just taking your advice, uh, looking at the, the sectional wrestling tournament uh, at the beginning of the month into February, Bell Fountain competed Friday and Saturday in Division Two at Graham and Garrett Gross placing first again, going four and zero with three pins. What's led to the success with Garrett just having such a dominant postseason?
0: You know, a lot of for Garrett is, I mean, he's he's a tremendous athlete, right? I yeah. mean, every, everybody knows he's a tremendous athlete. Um, you know, but in wrestling, he's still young. Yeah. You know, he's he started wrestling as, <coughs> excuse me, as a freshman. So while he says I've wrestled for 4 years, the reality is he's wrestled for 12 months. Yeah. Right? So some of it is when you can get a good athlete and now you're you're getting them to be training longer, right? I mean, you're you're growing at a at a almost an exponential rate improving. So he has improved a lot this year mm-hmm. along with I'm stronger, I'm a year more mature, and now I have the urgency of it's my senior year. So I think those three things going together um have paid off really big for him.
1: And fellow senior Noah Yosting, he placed third at that uh, sectional tournament mm-hmm. uh, in the uh, 145 pound weight class. What led? What's leading to the success there with Noah uh, leading up to that sectional wrestling tournament where he did so well?
0: Yeah, and, and he went on to place fifth in the district tournament mm-hmm. as well, so he's a state alternate, whereas la- as a sophomore he made to the district tournament, went one and two. Last year didn't make the district tournament, and this year he's you know, he's down four to two with twenty seven seconds left in the district match, yeah. trying to get a turn and almost got a turn and got reversed. So he was I mean, you're you are within seconds of of making the state tournament as well. So I think for him a lot of it was is again, I'm a senior mm-hmm. and I have to put in a lot of work, right? So every day after practice he was putting in extra work yeah every day so again it's it's there's it's not some secret formula right the guys right. who the guys and the girls who put in the extra work who put in the extra time mm-hmm. who wrestle with great attitude and great effort they succeed now what's I, pra- what, what are practices like do you still have the the full team there
1: practicing day in and day out even though only a select few are moving on each weekend or how does that work coach
0: uh a lot of it just depends on. Uh, obviously, everybody still practices through the sectional tournament. Although I, you know, we're kicking around some other ideas in the future as our as our program yeah. builds, right? Because it is such a long long season. So we're kicking around some other ideas of how do we handle guys who aren't going to be wrestling in the sectional tournament. Um, but for those who wrestle in the section, their season ends when they don't move on to the next week. Yeah. So you know, we had a couple guys whose season ended. Uh, Zane Reed was a uh, district alternate. Uh, Josh Steiner was sixth in the district. Uh, Tucker Newland didn't place in the district, um, but yet they still came in for that following week to help prepare Noah and Garrett for mm-hmm. the district tournament. And that's you know I want to start seeing that right. We start we're not just individuals who are on the sports teams, but we're we're coming together and look they're looking out for their brothers right. Yeah. it's more of a family. Like I. I I know my season's done, but I want to help you prepare. So that was what it was leading into the districts. We had two two guys specifically work with Garrett. Two guys specifically work with Noah. Then, um, and like Bladen Hurley was a district alternate, also, so he was in the room working out. So yeah. we had guys who didn't wrestle in the district, but were, we're helping out Noah um, and Garrett. So this week, with with Garrett being the state qualifier, um, you know, Coach Sabat has been his main workout partner all yeah. year. Um, <coughs> excuse me, but Zane has come in and worked out with, with Noah, or with, worked out with uh, Garrett, mm-hmm. Coach Spence is in with Garrett, Noah's coming in and giving Garrett a different look, just, just making him move, getting get more of the quick guy, and then we get the big guy, and then we get the guy his size, and so we're just trying to, everyone is in there right now to try to help Garrett prepare as best as possible for this coming week um, as far as what practices look like, practices are a whole lot shorter this week, yeah very specific. We're in and out, and we're in and out in 30, 30 to forty minutes, <laughs> and just keeping him relaxed. Right, mm-hmm. we're playing games before practice, all that type of stuff, because you know he's uh, he's he's not gonna forget how to wrestle if we don't practice for two days, and right. he's not suddenly gonna have a light bulb go off where suddenly you know magically I'm I'm wrestling like I'm a four time state champ in two days either. So right. a lot of it's just making sure his body feels real good and, and getting his mind prepped to wrestle.
1: Now, how special is it to see a senior like Garrett Gross have a a fantastic year in the fall in football and Mm -hmm. and having a school record uh, with the Chiefs on the field and then having such a stellar year now in the winter season in wrestling? What does it mean to you, uh, not only as a coach, but as a a community member of Bell Fountain?
0: You know, a lot of it. You like to see kids succeeding in whatever they're doing. Right. Um, You know, I if if there was somebody that I could help out on, you know, the track team and help yep. them do something, I'd help them do something. Because, you know, you don't get in, well, in my estimation, you don't get into teaching and you don't get into coaching if you're just trying to build up personal accolades for yourself, right? right? Um, you know, I got into it to try to help kids achieve their dreams. And, you know, when I was in high school, I, I, I never reached my ultimate goal. I was in high school or in college. So I wanted those, I wanted to help kids to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't want to go to some powerhouse school because I, I wanted kids. I, I stayed at my home high school. Um, so I wanted I wanted guys to look at their home, be able to stay at their home high school uh, and still get some elite training and, and not have to, you know, I don't have to go to the, the, the Grams or the St. Yeah. Eds or the Troy Christians or the other, which obviously there's nothing wrong with any of those schools, fantastic wrestling right. schools, coaches that I respect. But I just didn't want kids that 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 felt like they have to go that I can stay home and compete for my home school and still do that so it's 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 awesome to see kids who are just achieving their goals yeah right in in whatever they're doing right if their goal is to get uh an uh excellent rating in band then then I want you know we we can push that kid to do that if their goal mm-hmm. is to place at the state track tournament right i mean I'm always you know. You know, kind of messing with Lauren Carter, like you know, she was like, "It's cold." I am yeah. like, "Hey, I thought, I didn't think Cheetahs cared about the cold, right?" I mean, yep. just try to just try to encourage encourage kids to reach their, reach their dreams. So to see Garrett excel in his his first love of football uh, is fantastic, and then to see you know him uh, doing so well in wrestling is great, and it just shows a testament to. His desire to compete, you know, competitors want to compete and we need more competitors at Bell Fountain who are saying, yeah, I may not be that great at this sport, but I want to compete. I want to compete. I want to learn how to to fight for every morsel that I'm eating every single day.
1: Now, it's going to be a different atmosphere come this weekend uh, than what you guys are probably going to be expected to. Uh, the last couple of weekends for sectionals and districts mm-hmm. as the Ohio High School Athletic Association announced yesterday that they are uh, limiting the amount of spectators there for the state wrestling tournament. Uh, no, no general public's allowed in. Only uh, participants, coaches, and immediate family of said coaches and participants are allowed there at the shots for the state wrestling tournament. What? W- when you heard that yesterday, what was going through your mind?
0: I, I, it, it's, it's nothing that I can't repeat on the air, um, <laughs> but it wasn't any positive thoughts towards the decision. I mean, I understand why they're making it in today's society where, you know, it seems like, you know, uh, it, it seems from my perspective that we take less and less personal responsibility for our own individual choices, right? right. If something goes bad, we want to blame somebody else, Right. I lost, I lost my wrestling match. Well, it's the ref's fault. Uh, the coach told me to do something wrong. Um, you know, we lose a football game. Well, if that guy would have done this or if this guy would have done that, we lose a basketball game. Well, the refs were ticky-tack fouls on us. And he, he you know, a goaltending. I don't, I don't know. I'm saying wrong vocabulary, right, for, for basketball. <laughs> but it's all that stuff, right? We yeah. don't, we, I think we, we don't want to take a lot of personal responsibility for ourselves anymore. So I was not happy, you know, um, I would have, me personally, I would have liked to them say, hey, these are the dangers of going. You know, all the people who are more adversely affected by uh, this disease, stay home. Don't come. And if you do, you are taking a big risk for coming. And then let us make the decision whether we want to go or not. Mm -hmm. That said... um, you know, I still understand why they're wanting to do it, and I don't think the people who are making the decision are evil people and wanting, you know, kill joys that take away yeah. all, the, all the joy from these wrestlers. But, um, you know, it's, it, it wasn't a decision that I was really happy with. I'd rather give, give people the information, let them choose if they want to or don't want to go on their own. Now, I, I would assume at least half of the people... Uh,
1: around the state of Ohio, would be in agreement with you. The other half would be all in favor for what they're doing now. Uh, at least the OHSA decided to allow the family members of the wrestlers attend mm-hmm. this event, uh, along with the the family members of the coaches. Following what the OHSA did. The NCAA came out about a couple hours ago, and they are doing strictly the same thing yeah. with all of the, the college tournaments that are happening now and next week. So and we were talking before the show that you were looking forward to going to the NCAA state wrestling yep, tournament. I had two
0: tickets. I had two tickets to go. I had two of my former wrestlers, Caleb Romero and Tanner Smith, that both qualified, one mm-hmm. for Ohio State, one for University of Tennessee Chattanooga. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm kind of hoping I make the cut for the family.
1: Yeah, I'm hoping that, too, you get the opportunity to go to that. Uh, Also today, uh, a lot of stuff there at Bell Fountain. Uh, uh, Superintendent Brad Hall, he decided to kind of limit the Chiefs and what they're doing Mm -hmm. and cancel a lot of things that you can go see at peakofohio.com. So I'm trying to think of a way to to phrase this because, I mean, obviously this is a big thing going Mm -hmm. on and and nothing that I've seen in my lifetime and Uh, I'm only 23 years old, so it's been a short amount of time. Um, But with all of the procedures going on here in Logan County with the schools, with the OHSAA, Governor DeWine, uh, the country in in, in itself, what's your thought process like?
0: You know, right now, again, for our school, you know, um, Mr. Hall is is making the decision that Mm -hmm. he feels is best. Um, You know, when the governor of your state, is is making these sort of mandates, right? Yeah. Um, public schools are government entities. It's hard to say right? no. It's, it's 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 hard to say that. And again, you know, I think just because of the society we're in, right? Yeah. You know, so if we had one of these things, and one, you know, sort of like the, the school delays, right? Yeah. If, if every school around you cancels, and you're driving out, you're like the roads aren't bad, and there's one student who drives way excessively fast. Is it? isn't slowing down, taking extra time doing something, and they get into an accident. Yeah. Now you are looked at as if you are the bad guy because you didn't cancel school like everybody else did when, you know, probably should have been driving 25 instead of 55, right?
1: Yeah, and I think the thing is with this whole situation, uh, I'd rather see the higher-ups – Take that step into preventing something or or, mm-hmm. or or limiting all the panic that's going around right now. Because I mean, heck, throughout some of the t- uh, the stores here in Bellefontaine around Logan County, they're running out of some supplies, and they're they're like, we have to chill on this. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. so it's crazy I think to we see. Do too. <laughs> so,
0: so again, so with with Mr. Hall making that decision, I completely understand why he makes the decisions. Um, and right. ultimately, it really doesn't matter what I personally think or don't think about it, I'm going to support right. his decisions. Right. Right. Um, so, uh, you know, when kids ask me about it, I'm like, hey, this is why he's doing it. And they ask, what do you think? I'm like, this is why he's doing it, right? Whether I whether I, have, agree on every instance or not with it, again, it, it really doesn't make a difference. Right. right. I'm going to support his decision because he's the ultimate head of the school district. So I'm going to support the decisions he makes. Um, and, uh, and we'll, we'll make the best out of the situation, right? Because I, you know, I tell my wrestlers they can only control what they yep. can control. Yep. I can't control any of this stuff, so I'm going to look at this and say, okay, guys, we're making the best out of it, right? So we look back at wrestling. You know, Garrett's going down, going to be stepping on the mats. Whether there is 10,000 people in the stands or 300 people in the stands, his goal does not change, yep. right? His goal is to go down there to win four matches in a row and be a state champ. That's that's the goal. So any 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 anything else is just the white noise that we have to eliminate about what's going on. So purpose doesn't change um, and the and the goal doesn't change.
1: Now uh, who who is uh, Garrett fighting? Uh, who is he
0: wrestling to kick off things this weekend? You know what? I honestly could not tell you. <laughs> um you know, I, they always, I joke with my other staffs, Coach Lebad is the guy who he, he could tell you who he's wrestling the first round. If he wins, he gets this guy. If he wins, he gets this guy. <laughs> yep. You know, and then I always joke, you know, that who's he wrestling? I always do, you know, the rock impersonation. You know, it doesn't matter who he wrestles, right? <laughs> yep. And it really doesn't. It, in my mind, it doesn't make a difference who he wrestles. I've looked at his bracket for a grand total of like eight seconds. I saw yep. the name and I can't remember his name now, and it's not disrespect to the right, kid, right. it's just my focus isn't on what somebody else is, my focus is on what Garrett can do. Um, my focus isn't on who he can wrestle second, because you don't wrestle anybody second if he- you don't win the first one. Yep. Right. So, um, you know, I'll, I'll go down, and I'll, uh, I'll uh, do a little, because Division Three starts first, so I'll go in there, I'll do a little scouting for Coach Dixon and, yep. uh, and Hayden, and uh, so I'll watch the match, whoever they're doing, and you know he's going to return the favor. So again, I, I have complete confidence in Coach Dixon. I think he's a tremendous uh, wrestling coach as well. Uh, great guy. So he'll watch. He'll watch. Uh, he'll give me the scouting, and then I'll give him the scouting, and then we don't we we don't have to worry about anything but the guy we're coaching. Now uh, there is
1: a bracket up here at Ron's Pizza, posted on the bulletin board here near us. Uh, so if you want to come in and see. Uh, who Garrett uh, could possibly uh, go through to try to win a state title this weekend, you can come in to Ron's and check that out. It's by where they have the T-shirts hanging up here in Ron's, so uh, you can check I that out. I just checked it out. He's wrestling
0: something from Toledo Central Catholic. <laughs> so I, I, I have been uh, educated tonight. There we go. There we go. Um, I'm trying to think. Is,
1: it, is there anything... trying to see how I can word this Is there anything you're doing in practice that um, that's kind of limiting the noise. So like Garrett's used to the last couple of weeks having stellar crowds, yep. loud loud noises, loud environments. Is there anything that you're trying to tell him to like, look, it's not going to be like that now. So yeah,
0: because but be- it, before before this even came out that they're going to limit the fans you know it's natural for somebody who's going on their first time to get nervous, right? right. And and Garrett is a football player who is wrestling, yes. right? Um, you know I've had other freshmen in the past who are wrestlers, um, who they have already wrestled in junior high state tournaments, they've wrestled in in uh, youth national tournaments, they've already been in big yeah. venues wrestling before. So when they step onto the step onto the the mats for the first time of state tournament. They're used to it, and they're not quite as nervous, but they're, even those guys, there's nerves the first time going down, and, and you know when guys are going for the fourth time, they're still a little nervous. Um, so really what it is, I told him even before this all came out, I said, hey, Garrett, you got to understand this, is that when you step on the mat on Friday afternoon for round one, there are going to be less people watching you than there were at the district tournament in the finals. I said, there's 10 mats going on. There's going to be, hey, Mm -hmm. this guy's a two-time state champ. This guy's a defending state champ. This guy's a returning state champ. They're going to have all this stuff going on around you, and it's going to be Garrett Gross wrestling. Now I know a guy from Toledo Central (laughs) Catholic. And there's going to be, like, 30 people watching you. It's going to be his family and your family. So now instead of 30, there's 15, 10, right? So... You know, that, you know, just trying to put in stuff like that. Like, you know, you you step into the shot and scene center and kids look up and they're like, holy cow. There's seats going all the way up and all this. And the thing is, is the mat doesn't change size. The circle doesn't change size. And honestly, there are less people watching you there um, than probably anywhere else during the season. Now, the only guys who more eyes get on you are the guys who are the two-time state champs and three-time state champs. Or if you're wrestling for a powerhouse school, you're wrestling for Ed's, everyone likes to see St. Ed's lose. Everyone likes to see Graham lose. Everyone <laughs> yep. likes to see these big powerhouse schools lose. So there may be more people watching you then if you're not a returning state champ. But there's 10 mats going on, Tyler, and it's crazy. I mean, the the the, the, the mats are flying around, and I mean, the you know matches are going in and out, and there's a pin, and you are yeah. you hear, well, you used to hear a crowd roar, and you look over, <laughs> and you're looking around, and you're still going to hear some yeah. of those, right? You're yeah. still going to hear that. Um but it's you know it, it is sad that that there's fans who have been coming for 20, 30 years that aren't able to come this year because they aren't one of the lucky people who get one of the four vouchers from the kids. So, well, that's sad. Um, you know, it, it's it's it, it again doesn't change the excitement that Garrett's going to have to be stepping yep. on the state tournament mats. Um, and you know we're going to be trying to to do a little uh, periscoping. And I know uh, Craig talked about we're going we're gonna to put it up and, and have it on the TVs here in Ron's so people coming in can watch. And we're just trying to provide other opportunities for people who, who want to support Garrett and who love Garrett to, to watch him compete.
1: Coach Hyatt, thank you for coming out, and, and uh, good luck this weekend, you and, and Garrett and everybody else. All right, I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. And no it. problem. Coach Hyatt, Bell Fountain wrestling coach, big weekend this weekend. At the state wrestling tournament at the Schottenstein Center. We'll take a quick pause, be back, talk some baseball. We're sticking with Val Fountain talking to Coach Brunswick. That's next here on Chalk Talk at peakofohighi.com and live here at Ron's Pizza. Welcome back here to Chalk Talk at peakofohio.com and at Ron's Pizza. I'm Tyler Avila, joining now along with Coach Brunswick. Coach, how are you doing tonight?
2: Good, Tyler. Thanks for having me on this uh, eve of uh, who knows what's going on right now.
1: Yeah, it's a a crazy uh, crazy week to be uh, associated with high school, with actually any sport uh, right now, Uh, high school, college, and professional uh, athletes. A lot of talk being closing stuff down, postponing it, and we've seen it with the OHSAA now uh, limiting the amount of fans for the state wrestling and basketball, both boys and girls tournaments. Uh, The NCAA, they're doing the same thing with their conference.
2: I think the Big Ten just did it, too, with the Big Ten tournament in basketball. I just think that came out, too.
1: So did they cancel it, or did Mm -hmm. they limiting the fans? I'm sorry, the fans. Okay, okay. So
2: that's, that's going down
1: there at in Indianapolis. And Buckeyes, they play tomorrow night, so right, a, lot of, a right. lot of high state fans probably upset about that. But, I mean, the thing is, you have to look at this, at them trying to limit the spread of what's going on. Yeah, I
2: understand all that. I, I, I understand the safety precautions and everything and, and, and what everybody's doing. Uh, it, do, it does make sense. Um, hopefully it's quicker mm-hmm. than longer with all this situation going on. But... Um, you know, maybe by trying to get up get a you know, a step ahead of it right. and so forth, it'll keep it shorter than longer.
1: Now most of the talk is with the the sporting events indoors. So my question to you coach, being a head coach of baseball that's played outdoors, what what would be some ways that if this is still going on when games start playing for baseball that they may limit fan interaction there?
2: That I don't know. I, I don't have enough knowledge on that, Tyler. I just, I know that something to do with closed environments mm-hmm. and more open and stuff. It has um, some meaning that it's 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 different. But I I don't know. I don't know. I have not heard anything as far as from the CBC on the season what they might do. What are some possibilities? You know, I think that's coming down the road, yeah. but. You know they say something about the spread and stuff has something to do with confined areas, and and that's about all I know right now.
1: Yeah, most of it is just the large groups of people Correct, getting together yes. trying to limit that. So enough about the coronavirus. Let's <laughs> talk some baseball. Now we had you and uh, some of your seniors and a couple juniors on last week, uh, talking about uh, the year and what they like to do. Now, what's what's been going on this past week there for Buffalo and baseball?
2: Well, first of all, I, I really commend the kids' um, work ethic and how they're going about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I really do. We've established team goals and individual goals and, 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 and a couple of things that we want to look forward to. But our main thing is just getting better every day. Yeah. And I, I, I think through our senior leadership, some of our juniors on down and so forth, that we're really getting that commitment and that drive and that passion yeah. to want to you know, maybe get a little bit better each day and see once where that takes us. And, you know, I'll be honest with you. I I, I think we're farther along this year than maybe we were last year, you know, but that's mm-hmm. that's being indoors and being outdoors a little bit. And, right. And, and it's still a long season coming up, but um, I'm proud of the kids. I, I, I like their work ethic. I like their approach. They've, they've taken on um, some of the things that I really want done, so – you know, I, I give it—I uh, give it great ratings that um, you know we're moving in the right direction.
1: Now I got a text from you last week about the first ever Bell Fountain Baseball Bash
2: at the Roundhouse. This was this past Saturday. How did that go? It went well. It was really fun. On behalf of uh, Ron's Pizza and uh, the Roundhouse and so forth, with them, they—they they combined. Ron's Pizza had the pizza, mm-hmm. and then you know, obviously, we had the um, the raffle over there, and we had. We had a $1,000 winner, $750, 500 250 and 100
3: mm-hmm.
2: And with the help of uh, Bess Stanley, uh, Krista Belser, and Kathy Troyer, and Shauna Moore, they, they put it all together, yeah. and they, they did all the payouts and all the money. And they did just an unbelievable job. It was honestly more than what I expected, and it was a lot of fun.
1: So uh, I'll make sure I'll try to be there next year for it. I was unable to attend. but Yeah, it, I even had you in the group text, you did. buddy. You did. That you did. I do apologize for not being able to go. Uh, I had some basketball coverage to, to help out. I understand. Uh, that, honestly, Mark, this time of year is really
2: busy. I know. Yeah. I know. You've got basically sports starting up, some finishing, <laughs> yep. hopefully people going deep in the tournament yeah. And, yeah. and so forth. That's fun. It's exciting. Now,
1: Now, uh, earlier today, regarding the coronavirus, Superintendent Hall, he uh, released a a lot of cancellations or postponements or stuff that's still going on regarding uh, Bellfountain City Schools. And the one thing that I saw that's still going on is your guys' trip there to Myrtle Beach. So how how appreciative of you to know that that's still possibly for you and your kids?
2: Well, you know, that's that's very I mean it's very nice you know to be able to have that opportunity there's a lot of hard work and right. everything going into it but we will still evaluate this on a daily basis uh Mr. Hall and and um our administration will keep looking at this as right as we get closer and closer to departure you know hopefully we can go we it, it still might not be that possibility but you know they're, they're they compare it through the indoor outdoor type of thing and so forth so We'll just see once where that takes us. Um, you know, obviously this whole thing is yeah. almost second by second, yeah. minute by minute, day by day. So. Yeah,
1: I just saw uh, before uh, I came into town uh, to get ready for the show tonight how it, the coronavirus here in the, uh, is now classified as a pandemic. Uh, so it, this thing is really getting uh, faster and faster, and a lot of cases are being brought up. Right. Um, so... Back to baseball, <laughs> um, looking at the group of guys that you have this year, who stands out that uh, from, from year one to year two that you have uh, that's really shown improvement?
2: Well, you know, first of all, I, you know, I really want to look at um, um, some of our foundation guys as far as like Anthony Snap and Brett Belser. Um, <laughs> You know Cole Comsacks in there, Ethan Moore. Mm-hmm. You know you've got you got Jared Boffman from the left hand side, um, and, and a couple of the other kids in there that that have that have made some some really good improvement. Um, you know Grant Smith is back from injury, mm-hmm. so we're looking for him to step up not just in the leadership position too, but yeah. you know giving us some productivity and so forth. And you know we got we got a couple other guys that. Um, you know, are very committed to the program, and and, and uh, Brandon Gamble and stuff like that comes from a tremendous family, mm-hmm. and on down. You know, we've got we've got more kids. Obviously, we've got a couple younger kids in the mix that can really play, and we're we're seeing what's where that yeah. takes us. But, you know, there's you take it across the diamond a little bit. You know, we've got we got our mix there. We got, you know, Cole could be in the mix there. T.J. Kerns at second base a little bit. Cole over to short when Ethan pitches. Um, Brett over at third, you know, um, Alex Paul for in the mix, Alex threw a lot yep. last year, uh, Grant, Noah Yosting, Noah's not with us yet because, um, uh, wrestling, yep. he's in the state wrestling. So he'll meet up with us here soon and, and good luck to him this weekend and so forth as he moves forward. Uh, Jaden Campbell, you know, Jaden's done a nice job in mm-hmm. the outfield too. Uh, Marcus Bruegler has really come on, and it could be a pretty athletic catcher for us, yeah, and help us out pitching and so forth too. So, um, and then we got a couple younger guys on the brink that um, um, could have some, could make some noise. And you know, I I really liked what I've seen from Alex Caudill. You know, Caden Reams has done a pretty good job. A um, couple other kids out of that freshman class too. We we do have kids coming, yeah. Um, I, I, I'm proud of that. I'm proud of how we established um, our youth program. We, we, we got that foundation built back again. Mm-hmm. Um, we got our, our tournament travel teams reset. We got the rec going. We've got a lot of people involved in excitement. Tyler, I just, you know, that's going to be the key. Yeah. Whether you look at it right now and say, um, you know, it's right now is what the program's about. Well, not so much. Yeah, um, we, we have a we have a development process, and and it's going along really well. You know, Chris Myers in the parks, and Tracy in the schools through Matt Comstock. Um, everybody has been on board to uh, keep keep the train moving, so yep. to speak. And I'm just happy. You know, it's been it's been very exciting. It's been exciting from our 2004, 2006 teams being inducted. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just. It, and Pat Schmidt being able to go in. So we keep feeding off that past tradition. Yeah. I, I tell people this a lot, you know, that, you know, in a program you can never, I don't care where you go, you can never lose your tradition to your program because yeah. you lose your future. And, you know, we're, we like to embrace that tradition and, and those past expectations because it, um, to me, um makes kids be more committed, work harder, Mm -hmm. have a desire to push forward and excel at things they do.
1: Now, I actually didn't get the chance to ask you last week because I wanted to try to talk more to the kids. What did it mean uh, a couple of weeks ago when the Hall of Fame induction uh, went on there at at Belfont High School to see uh, those two baseball teams and the baseball players get inducted?
2: It's just neat. Honestly, the biggest thing about it, you reconnect again. You haven't mm-hmm. seen them in a long time. You might have run across them a little bit with mm-hmm. social media uh, through a phone call or a text. But the biggest thing is outside of being inducted and all that, Tyler, it's just meeting up with them, hanging out, seeing yeah. their families, seeing you know their, their wives and their kids and so forth. And the biggest thing I, I really enjoy is, is seeing – those guys growing into young men
1: no no question about it um I had a question in my head and I just lost it oh goodness oh okay I wanted to talk about uh Russ Hoke how, how did everything have go along with uh bringing him on and uh, becoming a part of your staff Russ was
2: you know you know we put together a, a really you know sometimes they just fall in place yeah and you know, outside of having great kids through our freshman, sophomore, junior, senior class on up, you know, a lot of those kids um, in the mix and so forth. But you know, the biggest thing I was able to do was find some find some quality quality baseball people. Yeah. My staff is going to be my bench coach is going to be Mike Mossberger. Mike has been there through our, our big heyday years yep. forever. And he knows baseball, played college baseball and so forth and, and did a did a really nice job. So we were able to, to get him back. Coach Hogue is gonna take over, you know, the, the pitching part mm-hmm. of things and him and Mike will work hand in hand on on a lot of the the behind the scenes stuff going on as I'm in game coaching right. and, and things like that and so forth. And Russ does a nice job, went to Lake Erie and so forth and um, brings up, brings not only good knowledge to the program, but also brings, you know, he's good with the kids. Yeah. You know, he, he understands them and does a, does a really good job. Uh, Donnie Kaufman has been there for me forever. Mm-hmm. Um, great guy, great family. And he coaches over at West Liberty and so forth volleyball. Yeah. And uh, does a super job. Henry Stollie does does a, a great job for me. Henry's just just wants what's best for Bell Fountain High yeah. School, um, whether it's academics, whether it's sports, and the community and so forth. And Henry does a nice job. Henry played baseball at the University of Finley and and um, you know had a had a great career here in yeah. all three sports. Um, and then um, Jeremy Clifton. Uh, Jeremy's this he's in his second year and. You talk about a guy that really embraces his job and, and, and works hard. He, he uh, will do he, – he goes beyond mm-hmm. and, and uh, does what is needed in a program, and, and uh, we're so thankful to have him too. And then on the JV side, uh, we're looking at uh, Josh Wallace. Josh was a past player of mine. Yep. played at Valparaiso University. Uh, was a great player here back mm-hmm. in the day. He was on the 2004 and six team. Um, you know, played the college baseball and has great knowledge too. And you know, Josh could obviously be up the varsity level being a, being a being an assistant coach with us. Yeah. But I always like to have some quality guys down at the lower levels because honestly, that's where it's at. And you got to have those guys there so kids are learning, right, and progressing and doing what you want in a program. And then you know the last the, the last guy I had was also a former player of mine, Jeff Turner. Mm-hmm. Jeff Jeff is you know helps out. He's the pitching coach. Jeff played college baseball. Um, does it does a tremendous job too. Uh, Jeff is also now going to be the head soccer coach here, boys. And um, I was just very fortunate to be able to come up with not only you know you know good baseball guys, but guys that are really good with kids yeah Um, they're committed they work hard very loyal you know all those characteristics are really huge and loyalty is 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 so huge to me right now uh, I do want to get a a coaching question
1: and so when you're in the middle of a game and it's neck and neck and you what what adjustment would you make to make sure the chieftains come out on top? What's something that you would do to make sure that the chieftains have an advantage?
2: Well, the, the, the biggest thing is, is being able to read your situations. Um, I like to always think that I try and stay three innings ahead. Yeah, And that's why sometimes people will look at me and, and think what I'm thinking and so forth because I, I do have a knack to being able to see three innings ahead and seeing what, how it's going. Where that situation dictates or takes us, is sort of where my adjustments come into play, whether whether it's a change of a pitcher, whether yeah. it's inserting a hit or whether it's running, whether it's you know, playing small ball and, and, and moving a guy up and so forth. Mm-hmm. But um, the biggest thing I like to think is we as a coaching staff trying to at least stay an inning or two ahead. Yeah. So when the game gets there we're ready for it.
1: All right coach. Thanks for coming out. Do appreciate it. And you know
2: I and going back to you know all the kids too. I'm I'm just lucky to have you know good kids with good yeah. families. Um, you know I just um, you know we have we have other you know some kids as as, as far as like um, uh, Gage Pope, Owen Stanley, Robbie Wildermuth, all mm-hmm. those guys too. They have made great strides this year in, in coming into the program. You know I know last year because I came in yeah. at that time and you know everybody's sort of embracing their roles and so we're, we're, we're sort of moving in that right direction so you know with a lot of great kids and and um you know maybe eventually here in the future we get we get uh, jeremy boffman back and all that mm-hmm. stuff too um uh, things will be things will be in good shape well, I'm looking forward to see how Belfont baseball plays out here in the, uh, this season and the futures to come. And I can always tell you this, Tyler, win or lose, we will play the game right and we will play it hard. So I like to hear, Coach. You bet.
1: <laughs> Thank you for coming out. I do appreciate it. Good luck with the season. Good luck on the travels uh, with everything going on with the South Carolina trip coming up. Thanks, Tyler. Appreciate it. Hey, no problem. Coach Brunswick, head coach for the Belfont baseball team here on Chalk Talk. We'll take another quick timeout, our final time out, and we'll be back talking more wrestling with the uh, Benjamin Logan wrestling team. They are in the state tournament as well. Talk with them after this here on uh, Chalk Talk at peakofohio.com and at Ron's Pizza. Welcome back to Chalk Talk here at peakofohio.com and live at Ron's Pizza. I'm Tyler Avila. You can come in for dining. Pretty, uh, Slow night here at Ron's. Come out and hang out with us the last 20 minutes here of Chalk Talk, or you can call 292-7775 for pickup or delivery. We're back talking wrestling now with Benjamin Logan. We're joining along with their head coach and a couple of wrestlers. we got Kyle Seeley. Coach, how are you doing tonight? Thanks for coming out. do appreciate it. Doing great. Thank you very much. So last time we... Uh, we had you on it was a couple of weeks ago and the, the team was coming off a, a pretty big win uh so how has everything been since the last time we talked
4: um ups and downs as far as uh you know a little bit banged up here and there and kind of fighting some injuries and so forth mm-hmm. but uh you know since uh since that time that we were in here last I mean we've had some uh, obviously some pretty good success and mm-hmm. And so forth, and kids have you know stayed focused on on their goals, so
1: yeah, speaking of that success, you guys finished second at the c b c meet, and uh, a couple of wrestlers picked up some wins there for you. Kind of talk about how how the conference uh,
4: tournament went um conference tournament uh we ended up having uh two guys that did not even wrestle, really, um so that kind of uh you know hurt us as far as team scoring, yeah, but you know kids came they showed up uh, we had quite a few guys in the finals uh, wrestling some you know tough Graham guys and uh, you know we weren't able to get the win there um, but you know overall placing second uh, Graham and, and being second there in the CBC uh, out of everybody is a pretty great achievement. So. Oh no question about it I mean placing
1: uh, second out of 12 teams is nothing to really hang your hats on it's a uh, a great achievement, especially with a, the decent amount of talent there in the CBC as well. Yes. So moving on, we you guys competed in the sectional, and you guys finished fourth as a team, and nine wrestlers moved on from there. How did the sectional uh, tournament, uh,
4: even with the results, look look like to you in your eyes? Uh, Southwest District for Division Three, uh, the sectionals were Redding, Sidney Lehman, Covington, and Lima Central Catholic. And our particular sectional there at Sydney Lehman that, that we were at had uh, some pretty tough teams there. Yeah. Uh, you got Versailles, which was in the final four of the state duels for mm-hmm. team. Um, you've got uh, Legacy Christian, which is supposed to be, you know, top notch. Yeah. Uh, this, you know, this particular weekend. So, you know, we wrestled against some really tough teams uh, that obviously moved quite a few kids on to the Troy district. And, um, you know, to be able to come out of there fourth and, and with nine guys uh, was a great achievement, you know, for our program mm-hmm. and for all these guys' hard work.
1: Yeah, Steel Boisel he picked up the, uh, a win there in the one hundred pounds pound class and then a couple of second, third, fourth, and a sixth-place finish there for the Raiders. Looking at that uh, district meet, trying to find the results, you guys are in Hobart Arena. It's probably pretty cold there,
4: there yeah, at Hobart. It, yeah, it definitely was a different type of environment for us from where we've been at Wilmington yeah. uh, for the past, you know, several years. And uh, they had, you know, obviously something down on the ice and so forth. But, you know, it was a little chilly in there. <laughs> but it, the environment yeah. was, was really neat. Uh, the setup, how they had everything laid out and where the warm-up area was for mm-hmm. guys to warm up. It uh, was definitely made it kind of a special thing for everybody, so it was a pretty great environment.
1: And a special event there too for the Raiders. You saw four wrestlers punch their ticket to the state meet, which is this weekend. Kind of talk about those four guys and how how they
4: did. Um, first of all, you know I'd like to say that you know uh, to be able to get four guys out to the state tournament has been a great great accomplishment. Uh, this is the second time that this has happened in program history that oh, wow. I know about it since 1994. Wow. Uh, so that's a pretty great achievement um, for these guys. And obviously to have three seniors, you know, make it out. One of our seniors, um, uh, Hammerhead Clark Jr., was not able to make it with us this evening. <laughs> but uh, it's kind of his nickname. Um, but then also, you know, to have our uh, heavyweight Cadman Roos, which is just a junior, mm-hmm. uh, to make it out. Uh, it was a pretty special moment for him. Uh, he placed fourth at the sectional tournament. Mm-hmm. He was the only fourth placer to make it out of district. Oh, wow. At our particular one, at, at particular Troy district. So that's a great accompli- accomplishment from his standpoint. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, a lot of people see a four, you know, on on those brackets, and they're like, "Uh, this kid's going to get beat or whatever. But, you know, unfortunately, uh, Cadman had a really tough uh, prior weekend at Satchel Tournament, didn't wrestle his best, but he definitely came prepared to wrestle this past weekend. And obviously, you know, for him to be able to – Basically, he wrestled a kid in his go-to match from uh, Alan East that beat him earlier in the year. Mm-hmm. So to be able to kind of revenge that loss was, uh, was pretty awesome to see him Had that big old smile on his face. So.
1: <laughs> right, right, right. Now, as, as the weeks go by and the team gets smaller as people are moving on, What's the practices like? Are you keeping the entire team there practicing throughout the weeks up until the actual season is completely done, or how's things going there for Ben Logan?
4: L- last week we had everybody still there. Okay, uh, that was kind. Of, that's kind of always been my rule. Everybody finishes through districts. So because obviously we want a lot of guys, right? You know, to be able to get out and obviously you know drill partners and so forth. This week, Monday uh, we came in, we watched a little bit of film. Worked on a few things, a little bit of drilling. Tuesday we had Indian Lake come on over uh, with their um, excellent wrestler, Hayden Pummel, and uh, their coaching staff. And also had uh, an Urbana young man come over as well. So to be able to have those guys there and roll around and, mm-hmm. and kind of get some work in and so forth. And then today we just kind of went in and, and uh, did some wrestling And so forth, and then uh, we like to, we're we're business, but then we also like to have a little bit of fun, so today we we finished up with a little bit of dodgeball, you know, kind of get the, um, you know, a little bit of fun, and so forth. Get the jitters out, right? Yeah, oh, exactly. Exactly. Now,
1: I I know going going to the state tournament is uh, jitters in itself, because it's just a big atmosphere, Mm -hmm. so... Before we get to what happened with the OHSAA <laughs> and everything with that, I wanted yes. to know what your process was in trying to calm down your guys uh, and heading into that state tournament.
4: Well, uh, the great thing is is that we've had quite a few qualifiers over the past several years that we have taken these four guys with us or they have actually been there yeah. to, to the tournament. Now, the difference is is. You know, we we take these guys there. We walk through the tunnel uh, together, and so forth before weigh-ins. They mm-hmm. kind of get to see everything. They get to see, but when you walk out of that to actually go out there and wrestle, and you've got you know close to ten thousand or more, yeah, you know, yell and scream and holler, and it it can be a load on you. So our returning state qualifiers, Steel Boyceau and Joel Abbott, they already know that feeling. Uh, last year they admitted uh, after their 0-2 um, outing there that the atmosphere and the environment got to them. And that's one thing that they definitely want to focus on this year to yeah. where um, they're, not, they're not looking at that aspect of it. They are just going out there and, hey, this is just another tournament for us. You know, we've made it here to the, to, to the big, you know, tournament. Of it all, yeah, and we're just going to go out there and let it fly. So, um, you know, and with these other guys, you know, they, they've been there with this, but again, like I said, they have not actually wrestled, wrestled yep. there, and that can be a little bit different, yeah. But also, uh, you know, they kind of know the ins and outs. Nothing's going to be new to them that right. aspect, except walking out there and actually wrestling now.
1: Well, now this year, the one thing that will be new is the the limited amount of fans uh, there at. the uh, – Uh, the Schottenstein Center, this weekend for the state wrestling tournament as the OHSAA came out yesterday, and they are limiting uh, uh, attendees there. Uh, Only people that are allowed are uh, arena personnel, media, and uh, obviously the participants and the coaches and their immediate family and the coaches' immediate family as well. So when that came out yesterday, Coach, what, what was the talk like then with your guys about how this may impact their views?
4: honestly i don't i don't think it's really going to impact them as much as it's going to impact their family and also their friends okay these guys have worked super hard it's very unfortunate for every athlete even not only for wrestling but also for basketball mm-hmm. and for hockey you know these kids work so hard and they achieve this great achievement and not only have they made it there, but it's like their family wants to go and watch. Their friends want to go and watch, or alumni wants to go and watch. So for these kids to only be able to take four family members is really unfortunate because, you know, a lot of these kids, all their families come. their siblings, Mm -hmm. grandparents, aunts, uncles, and these kids have to choose. And it's really difficult to ask a teenager, a 17 or even an 18-year-old, to say, hey, you only got four tickets. You get to do whatever you want with them, but you only get four. You know, and then as far as us coaches, since we had four qualifiers, we get two. Mm-hmm. We get two uh, coaches tickets, and then each one of those get two. So, um, you know, I, I started doing some math, and uh, I mean. The actual people that's going to be in that building is going to be less than five thousand people. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see what it looks like at the state finals on Sunday afternoon. Sunday afternoon to see how many people are there. It's very unfortunate. It is. I, I hate it for these kids because they work so hard, and their family wants to go. Their friends want to go. I mean, we've got kids that come up like, coach, you know, can 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 we be a ticket? You know, can we somehow get a ticket? And yeah. It's like, no. And so, you know, fortunately, it's going to be streamed live. Yeah. And uh, that's going to be, you know, a great opportunity. We're trying to, you know, maybe some of their friends could all get together and watch it together. But, you know, I, I hate it for, you know, our um, our wrestler that couldn't be here, Hammerhead Clark Jr., to where this is his first time there. Yeah. This is his last time being able to be there. And he's going to walk out there, and it's not going to be the same type that I had or Joel – and Steele had, you know, and Cadman's got another year to be able to get out there. Yeah. So. Yeah, it is very,
1: very unfortunate uh, for sure, and especially with the run Ben Logan's winter sports have had as well. Yes. Uh, a couple of state champions there in bowling, yeah. and then the cheerleading team picking up a state title. Uh, so not having that um, all, all of that support system, but a little bit, it's still it's still nice to know. Um, so let's talk about the the three guys you brought to us tonight. Uh, n- names, ages, and then, uh, what, uh, they're the weight, weight class.
4: All right. Uh, Steel Boyce, 170 pounds senior. Um, Joel Abbott, 145 pounds senior. Cadman Roos is our 285 pound junior. And, and then, uh, our, uh, Noah Clark is a, uh, 195 pound senior. So okay. three seniors and one junior is going with us. All right. Well, let's start with Steel. Steele, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing
3: good. How are you doing? Good.
1: I'm all right. I'm all right. So uh, you were actually here the last time on Shock Talk with Coach Seely. What was the ride like uh, wrestling out there from the last time we spoke?
3: Uh, it was pretty good. Uh, just, I, you're just trying to work hard, I guess. You know, focus on the big meat ahead.
1: Well, I mean, you picked up a, a couple of championships along the way as well, the, the, the district champ and the 175-pound uh, weight class. What did that mean to you when, when that
3: happened? Uh, you just got to treat every win like, it, like it's just a regular win. You know, no match is bigger than the last. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it was pretty awesome because it gives me a pretty good place, you know, headed into state. It gives me a pretty good opportunity to uh, to end up placing a state. Yeah. Uh, you know, it just makes the road a little bit easier than what it was for me, like last year. Mm-hmm. Definitely.
1: Now, last year, Coach brought up how you guys uh, who wrestled there uh, said after the fact that the atmosphere got to you uh, a little bit. So, what was something that you have been trying to work on to make sure that's not the case this year?
3: Uh, I mean, we wrestled at uh we wrestled at Troy, the Hobart Arena, mm-hmm. and that that was. Uh, it was pretty cool. It was it was kind of like a, a really tiny version of it, almost. Uh, you know, fans yelling from every which way. Yeah. You know, and just get out on the mat, and it's just like you know, it's almost that feeling where like you can't catch your breath. You know, but after a while, you know, you you know you settle down. You know, you start focusing in on it. Uh, you know, just bigger, uh, bigger gymnasiums and everything. It just it just makes it so much easier and it gets mm-hmm. you so much more prepared for. It big show.
1: Now when uh, the OHSA came down with the whole thing yesterday uh, what was going through your mind as a student athlete knowing that that atmosphere is not going to be the same as it was last year and only a select few family members are, are going to be allowed there so what was going through your mind when that happened?
3: Yeah um, to be honest it it, it it blows the you know senior year that we're going to walk out and we're going to have you know maybe a quarter yeah of what it was last year but you know nonetheless uh you know still got to go out there and wrestle but the family man i i don't get it but you know like family and friends you know, they all want to come out and support us but you know yeah unfortunately you know some of my family members won't be able to come and that's i don't I don't agree with that, you know. Yeah, I
1: just, it, yeah. It, it's a tough situation for sure. I mean, I talked to the Coach Hyatt, the Belfalton coach, we had him on earlier, and he just he was very disappointed in just mm-hmm. how it happened. But, I mean, uh, with everything going on, something I think had to have happened uh, with that. So what's something, uh, before we move on, what's something that uh, – that you do before a meet, especially with the state meet coming up? What's something that you do to get in the zone and to get you prepared and go out there and wrestle?
3: You know, honestly, I just – I usually either just listen to, you know, just some some funky music or, <laughs> I, you know, just laugh with a bunch of my buddies. You know, I mean, you can't be too serious about right. it because, you know, you're too serious and then you wrestle too uptight. you, yeah. you got to wrestle relaxed, but, you know – I guess uh, just music and hanging out with friends, and just thinking of some really funny stuff. I guess that usually works for me.
1: Now, being a senior uh, and you're approaching the last meet uh, of uh, your high school career, does it mean to you to see how much you've progressed uh, throughout your, your your high school career as a wrestler?
3: Oh man, freshman year. <laughs> oh my goodness. And <laughs> you know, just watching some of my matches freshman year, I was like, oh my gosh, how did I even how did I even win any? But, you know, going through and, you know, definitely with the help from our coaches, you know, the coaches and everyone who's came out in the yeah. room, helped us, you know, like alumni, and everyone who's pushed us. Like it just kind of made us all want it more and like want to, I don't know, succeed more, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with that comes, you know, harder working and all that sorts of stuff. So, I mean, from freshman year to now I feel – I, I I couldn't yeah, I couldn't tell you who I was freshman year. Yeah, I, I didn't look the same at all. I I, I was a shrimp back then.
1: All right, Steele. Appreciate it. Good luck this weekend. Congrats yeah, on the on the district championship. And let's go to Joel, and we'll finish with uh, Cadman. Joel, how are you doing tonight? Uh, I'm doing good. How are good, you doing? Good. I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm a little chilly. I think uh, the shorts today wasn't the best idea uh, for me, but it's all right. Well, I'll live with that. So uh, you were here the last time here on Chalk Talk. Talk. Uh, how how's the last couple of weeks been since you last been on? For you out there on the wrestling mat. Um, they've been pretty good,
5: but uh, I got I've gotten second three time three weeks in a row. It's a little it's a little like bitter,
1: but right can't really complain. I mean, second's still a, a pretty good finish there, especially at the district meet. What was uh, the atmosphere like for you there at the Hob- Hobart Arena, especially with uh, the ice rink under under everything?
5: Uh, it was a little chilly, but <laughs> I didn't really get that nervous until my semifinals match when I knew that it was going to be a pretty tough one.
1: Yeah. Now, uh, I, I want to know your thoughts with everything that happened with the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the, and the state meet. What was going through your mind when you heard that happen? Uh, uh, it's just
5: really disappointing, like you wrestle for four months and make it to state, and then you're planning on like like thousands of people to be there and then find out that yeah like that's kind of like getting taken away from you a little bit
1: no uh you were at state last year, competed, and uh you were one uh, along with Steele who. Told your coach, yeah, the, the atmosphere there to me. Uh, what was something that you knew you needed to work on uh, heading into this year and trying to make the state? And, and if, when you did, and, and if you would have, and now you did, that you knew you needed to w- try to block out? H- how was something that you were working on that?
5: Just not
1: really stress that much. Like, just be, like, free. Don't,
5: yeah. like, let it get to you.
1: Okay. Now, having a, a teammate in Cadman who uh, advanced to the state uh, tournament as well, is it, was, were there any advice between you and Steele uh, to him on what it's going to be like come this weekend on the state tournament? Um, you just got to, like, like, just block
5: everything out, and it's just a, another, like, it's just a regular wrestling mm-hmm. match. Like, there's nothing, like, there's
1: nothing to it, just... Go out there and wrestle. Okay. Now, uh, I'm going to ask you the same thing as Steele being a senior, seeing throughout the years how you progressed, uh, and you're coming up to your, your last uh, tournament this weekend. How much have you seen from yourself throughout those years, and what's something you're going to take uh, from uh, being a part of the Ben Logan wrestling team?
5: Um, well, I've definitely got uh, freshman year I was absolutely – I just was not that good, and sophomore <laughs> year, I definitely wasn't that good, and I'd definitely say that I've progressed a lot, and I definitely take um, just a family aspect from it,
1: that all the relationships I've built from this program. All right, Joel, thank you, appreciate it. Last but not least, Cadman. Cadman, how are you doing tonight? Doing pretty good, how good. are you? I'm all right, I'm all right. So... You were not here the last time uh, for Chalk Talk, so I get to kind of pick your brain a little bit more than I did than I uh, did with a uh, Joel and Steel. Yeah. So first and foremost, uh, how'd you get into wrestling? What, what was it like?
6: I've just been wrestling since I was little. Uh, Joe Heater asked me to come out, so just okay. came out and gave it a shot. All
1: right. Now having a coach like Coach Seely, what's it like uh, for uh, for you as a as a participant?
6: Uh, he just pushes you every day to. Be the best
1: that you can and don't give up. Okay. Now, for you, uh, making it to state, uh, what's how's your season been? How, how have you seen you progress throughout the year? Uh, I've
6: been having a pretty good season. Um, you just got to keep
1: working and keep that end goal in sight. Don't give up. Okay. Okay. Now, state tournaments this weekend. Uh, have you been leaning on Joel or Steele for some advice on what it's like to compete out there? Or? Uh, not really. I've just they've just told me what they know about it,
6: and I just we'll just go from there.
1: Okay. Now, uh, were you able to go the last couple of years just as a spectator? Yeah. Yep. The okay. last Couple
6: of years I've been there.
1: So you have the experience that with that and, and, and the atmosphere. What was your thought process like when uh the Ohio High School Athletic Association announced that a limited amount of fans were gonna be there? Uh, everybody's always
6: told me that nerves are a big thing when it comes to the state tournament, but there's nothing to really get nervous about this year. Yeah. There's not a lot of people there. Not so.
1: nope. So what's been what's been one thing that uh you're gonna take from this season, Cadman, and uh stick with it for next year as a senior? Uh just
6: always wrestle hard and just, like, keep pushing
1: when you don't want to push. Okay. All right. Well, good luck this weekend. Thank you. Thanks. Let's go to Coach Seely one last time before we wrap up tonight. So when – who is the first or when will the first Ben Logan Raider wrestle this weekend? Uh, Division
4: three starts at 3 o'clock. Okay. So with the 145 pounds, which is Joel – um, you're probably looking like around 330ish or so. okay It just really depends. I mean you got 10 mats going yes, yeah. you know you've got um, you know eight matches per one. Okay, so and it, it's, it's really hard to tell. yeah I and mean, everything's gonna be on bomb's page. and then obviously you know with OHSA offering that to be able to live stream mm-hmm. some of that.
1: Uh, and I believe yeah. I heard with the live stream, not only with wrestling and, and with basketball, it's like $10 for I the event so. or something like
4: that. I believe so. Which, you know, I mean, that's that's another money maker for yeah. Coach SAA because they're losing <laughs> a lot of money. That they are. Not having ticket sales. So Yeah.
1: Well, Coach, thanks for coming out. I do appreciate it. Good luck to you and the guys this weekend at the, the state tournament. Thank you very much. Hey, no problem. Thank you. Coach Seeley and his three out of the four state qualifiers from the Benjamin Logan wrestling team. That'll do it tonight for Chalk Talk. Thanks for tuning in uh, this evening here at peakofohio.com and at Ron's Pizza. We'll be back next week, 7 o'clock to 8 here at Ron's and live at peakofohio.com. Until then, I hope you have a fantastic evening. Uh, Stay safe out there. Peace. Listen to Chalk
0: Talk Live Wednesday evenings at 7 from Ron's Pizza on South Main Bell Fountain on peakofohio.com. Plus, hear Chalk Talk anytime. Go to the On Demand tab at peakofohio.com and scroll to Chalk Talk. Listen on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and many more podcast locations.